and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Hey, Siri, nickname me. Okay, what would you like me to call you? Peter Griffin, H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-
Da Shoots by Da Shoots. Um, it is a wildly refreshing American Pilsner. Uh, we actually found this like last year. It's one of our favorite like summer beers. And they added this. It's new. It's only 4.2 grams of carbs, 99 calories, and 4% alcohol by volume. So Whoa. you can drink alcohol. a lot of it. Whoa. Super sessionable. Nice. Um, Untapped has a rating of 3.44. They're actually like 27,000 reviews, which is crazy. And wow. it's um, clean, lightly toasted, light citrus, bubbly, and refreshing. A simple style with low ABV and low IBU. So you can keep on keeping on. The hops include Tetanang, Lemon Drop, and Azaka, and it has 25 IBUs. Nice. Mm. Sounds good. You guys uh, used to have that when you go up to to Oregon, right? Or is this, uh, uh, is this a new version never, of it? We had this, like, we found it at a liquor store last year. Uh, maybe not last, maybe 2019. Last year's like a wash. I forget. Nothing happened last oh, year. Oh, I know. Nick calls Deschutes Deschutes anyways, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when we saw this, I was like, oh my God, it's meant to be. So. Nice. Well, it's me again. That's amazing. Chelsea, uh-huh. what do you got today? Uh, so, of course, I had to bust out a Potomac Pills from uh, Mustang Sally, where I work. Um, it's probably my favorite Pilsner in the area, and it was one of the reasons that like convinced me to work there. So, that's saying something. Uh, I actually decided to go ahead and check that's out awesome. the Untapped because I probably should know that information anyways. Um, according to Untapped, this is a 3.48 rating beer. Um, I think that we need that extra like half a point because I think it's better than that. But that's just me. Um, and it's it might be a little a, biased. Just a little biased. Uh, dry hop pilsner, pale, refreshing, crisp, and dry, uh, which I 100% agree. It's really good. It's perfect for football. So. <laughs> Perfect. Are you going to be drinking it for the big game this weekend? Uh, I probably won't even be watching it. I don't have cable. (laughs) I'll be be drinking it, but... (laughs) I want to watch the commercials for sure. That's my favorite part. YouTube is doing... uh, YouTube's doing something called Ad Blitz, um, where you can go on YouTube, and they're compiling all of the ads for Super Bowl onto one, like campaign one mega ad yeah you can just sit there and watch all of them back to back if, if that's what you're what you're so inclined to do so i mean that's pretty Sancho? much so, what social media is anyways so right i mean it's like straight to the eyeballs nice. from social yeah, media anyway it's like i'm gonna see it a hundred times on my phone so <laughs> so what you got sancho all right well uh i got the uh the real ddh from humble sea brewing up in santa cruz um, it's super tasty. Um, I've had, uh, it's kind of like, it's like a double, um, like a dry hops hells. So it's not a Pilsner, but it, uh, it is in that family. And, uh, honestly, when I saw it, I couldn't pass it up. So I'm really stoked that I picked it up. Um, it's very, I mean, it's just super easy to drink. Uh, it's crisp, um, but it's got like full body to it. Um, it's not too toasty. It's not too sweet. It's just kind of right down the middle and really, really flavorful. Um, out of 549 check-ins, this has an untapped rating of 3.94. Um, actually, no, sorry, 444 ratings. Um, so yeah, it's definitely like a small batch and uh, really stoked to be able to get my hands on it. Yeah, it's tasty. I've only ever really seen or had uh, IPAs from Humble Sea. Same. Yeah, they could. They do some other cool stuff. Is this uh, is this as much a banger as uh, the School of Rockfish from last week? 
Is it scrape your tongue with bitterness? <laughs> oh, jeez. No. Yeah, no, this is really, really full. I mean, you guys would love this. I wish we were together so that way I could share it. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Do you get Humble yeah, Sea right? out there, or is it kind of only a... I think it's a, that's more of a California brewery, I think. Have you heard I of Humble Sea? I don't think Humble I've C? come across it. Well, but. let's see. Let's see if you guys have had the one that I'm having today. It is Fremont uh, from Seattle. Uh, Golden Pilsner. Let me see what Untapped has to say about it. It is, uh, it's got a 4.5 ABV. Alcohol. Uh, 20 IBUs. We're getting an IBU here, which is amazing. That's good. Uh, Darby's bringing in her loudest <laughs> toy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, let's see. Wait, oh, well, I accidentally undid it. Wait, where's my search? Oh, there we go. So it has, uh, let's see, 2,892 check-ins and a 3.73 on the old uh, untapped ratings. So I'm guessing uh, that's 2,890 of those check-ins were uh, Tug Jones from Unfiltered Gentleman, I would guess. Because <laughs> that is clearly into uh, into Tug range. He rode in uh, on his dead horse. Right there. Gentlemen. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly, right? <laughs> Damn it! Where? Why do I never? Why can I never find that drop? That is such a, a great drop. Because he comes in when you're sleeping and moves all of those things around. Oh, there it is. There he is, beating that dead horse. Okay, good. Yeah, it, it was. It was now over we feel under. Better. We can. Move I, I on feel now. better. Yeah. I would have gotten a headache had I not played that. <laughs> it was actually over under. Uh, butt scratcher. So now I remember, dead horses are under butt scratchers. Fair. Okay. Let, let me give this a shot and see how it is. It's a little more malty than most pilsners that I that I'm oh. a fan of. I like the hoppy type pills. It's good though. I, I feel like that's definitely a big game type um type, type of drinking right there. It goes good with wings. Goes good with wangs, as it were. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty good. That's good. A lot of Washington beers I think are good, like from Seattle. I, think. I agree. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there's all kinds of cool little breweries up there that we probably just, I have no idea about that I'm sure also some really, really tasty big beers. Hey, I'll be down for a road trip at some point. Let's let's do it. I'm not road Let's go tripping. visit Chelsea and see if she, she can show us around the East Coast. We can get some beers out there. That would be Yeah, cool. but we're not road tripping. When first said we're Washington, I was just like, yeah. yeah, we've got tons of good beers. And then I was like, <laughs> no D.C. <laughs> uh, womp, womp. That is a funny thing, nice. being from, from the West Coast. Like, I hear Washington, I'm... Over here, it's D.C. is D.C. and Washington is, is you know, Seattle. I, well, I literally I can't think like, of another. Uh, earlier this week, Chrissy uh, Tegan, Tegan, however you say her name, dropped some, like, Twitter truth where she's just like, if somebody says Washington, they mean the state. People in D.C. say D.C. And it's like, not always necessarily, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to hear just called the DMV, to be honest with you. So I just live in internal hell. What's oh, uh? God. What's DMV stand for? Uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Oh, oh, the trifecta. Yeah, is it worth? So yeah, I'm like cool. seven miles from the capital because I looked it up during the coup when everyone was going, "Are you dead?" I go, "No, seven <laughs> miles away." <laughs> I am seven point two three miles. I'm okay. <laughs> well, and then, uh, yeah, I'm like forty minutes from, uh, well, not even forty minutes from Maryland, so. Are you a Housewives fan at all? Huh? Do you watch the Housewives show? Because they have a Potomac, Real Housewives of Potomac. I don't know. No. Do you watch that show? I, I was going to say, so I don't many know if you ever see them to, around. To spend. Gotcha. I'm going to put them towards beer. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs>
Booze League Radio. All right, so Chelsea, let's uh, since we're already talking about you, <laughs> let's hear let's hear a little bit about uh, what Chelsea's got going on. Um, kind of your thoughts on where beer is at there on the East Coast, and and I know as a social media manager, I know it's um, you have a little bit of. I'm sure some strategy and just some thoughts with everything, the COVID and all this stuff going on. So um, would love to hear some insight uh, for what you got going on out there. Introduce yourself to the people as it were. There's, there's a lot in that last statement. So I'm really trying to figure out where to start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you mentioned, um, I run an Instagram account called 21st Amendment Girl. That's um that's kind of how I got started in like social media. I was doing a job that I really like hated and I was working as an executive assistant. So I started doing this account so that I could learn social media skills, like the just posting and all this other stuff. Um, it ended up becoming like this weird hobby that has taken over my life and like introduced me to a lot of really cool people. So um, and then through that, I've actually gotten a few jobs um, doing social media um, and now do the social media for Mustang Sally Brewing, which is out in Chantilly, Virginia. And yeah, in Virginia, a lot of things are like popping up and popping off because I want to say about four or five years ago, the governor put like gave some tax breaks for breweries. So like nice. Virginia, we've got breweries everywhere now. That's Which so I mean, cool. people took advantage. Not a terrible of. problem to have. <laughs> no, not at no, all. Not a bad thing. Wow. So and then you know we have mild enough weather that it's kind of it's easy enough to sit outside. But I say that as we have four inches of snow outside. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not mild Holy this smokes. week, right? Yeah, <laughs> not mild this week. Like Saturday, I was sitting outside at a farm brewery, and then today there's all the snow. So. <laughs> We're kind of all over the place. Wow. But yeah, COVID, it's uh, it's been interesting. Um, We haven't had all the insane, not, I'm I'm not going to say insane. I, I, we just haven't had the level of restrictions that you guys have in California. So I don't really know what's going on in other states. We just, I know everyone's up in arms about having to leave the bar at 10 o'clock. They get really upset about that around here. So. (laughs) We'll be happy to get even back in the bar at any time of the day at this point. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of all over the place too, which is part of the problem, I would say, is that, you know, okay, well, I can go outside. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, no, you can come back inside. No, you got to go. No, no, I can't do it at all. And it's just like, Jesus, dude, like you got all these restaurants and breweries out there buying tents and now you can't use the tent. So what happens to the tent? Now you're just paying for a tent there. Oh, now you can go back in the tent. It's been, it's been a bit of a mess. It has. Honestly, like yeah. a little bit of cohesion would have been nice. There's just so much yeah. back and forth, which is what makes it so hard. Like Wiley said, they're you know they're spending all this money on equipment and products, and then oh, shut down, can't do it at all, and it's back to takeout only, and it's just been really hard for breweries, restaurants, all of the, like the entire service industry. So, yeah, no, I understand the intention behind it, but and especially in our area, <clears throat> you know, we live so close to Maryland and DC, and all three states. I'm going to call D.C. a state because fuck it. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, you pay taxes. You're trying you to get statehood. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's so hard because all of them are doing their own thing. So I live 40 minutes from, you know, Silver Spring, Maryland, which is up 
in Montgomery County, and they are, you know, completely shut down, takeout only. DC is still in phase, I think they've, they're either in phase one or phase two, and I'm also a beer tender at DC Brow, so I haven't poured a drink in God knows how long. Um, <laughs> are your hands but, starting I mean, to itch? <laughs> it's, it's like it's, riding a bike. Once you start again, it'll just, it'll come right back naturally. Yep. <laughs> Muscle memory. Uh, yeah, I just like it's it's so different. And then Virginia, we I want to say we probably have the most lax res- like restrictions on everything, which is so funny because everyone is blaming our government for you know infringing on their rights. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> so, but you know it's it's been you know hard to watch all the different friends in the service industry. Um, I, I feel like DC's been hit hardest. Because everyone's leaving the city. Everyone is going out where there's space, where they have room to set up room in parking lots. You know, if you go into the city, like, you literally have people sitting in the streets. And I don't know if you've been to D.C., but our drivers aren't great. Um, (laughs) I wouldn't be brave enough to do it. And nobody wants to take an Uber. Like, I've only taken one Uber in the last almost year because no one wants to go into the city and then we don't have any parking. I mean, it's just... It's just a whole bunch of issues. And then we've been a military state since pretty much June with, you know, starting with the Black Lives Matter and then going into the end of Trump and then the inauguration. So it's been it's been interesting here. Yeah, you've been the epicenter for a lot of crazy shit mm-hmm. happening out there, like 7.23 miles from where you live. <laughs> That's why I say my house. <laughs> I don't mean <laughs> I have a friend hey, like... who can see the Capitol from her apartment. And she was like, oh, same wow. kind of thing. Like, I'm fine. You know, she posts on social media. I know everyone's asking. I'm good. Because she's like, I don't know, five or six months pregnant. So everyone was like super concerned about her. But yeah, it was same kind of thing. She's just been laying low and she's fine. But it's crazy times. Crazy, especially in that area. Yeah, my friend, she, um, I want to say she's about a mile from the Capitol. And she likes to go on runs and like, she's like, there's a fence here. There's a fence here. There's a fence here. I can't leave my own city. And, you know, and that's how the, the residents of DC feel at this point is like all, all of them were under lockdown for not lockdown, but like pretty close to it for like at least a week, everything leading that's up crazy. to the inauguration. Like it's just, it's crazy. And divorce <laughs> sales went through the roof. <laughs> Everybody's getting their beers delivered. <laughs> yeah. Right. Good thing there's all those new breweries in Virginia. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> We're, that's that's the escape is, you know, we get in the car and drive at least an hour and you're at a new brewery all the time. So it's really nice. Nice. Beautiful. That's epic. There you go. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. <laughs> League Radio. We can jump onto this. Uh, just uh, yeah. Speaking of, I'm which, feeling. You know? yeah. I've learned a lot about the DMV, and now I'm ready to go yeah. around the globe. Yes, I know. So this kind of was a concept of like me thinking um, different stuff that we can talk about. Uh, and one would be like kind of like checking out what other people from around the world like. I don't know what what they drink what kind of like if they drink alcohol or tea or what it is that like brings them together whether it's ceremonial or just like to relax um so i'm gonna start with like one i'll i'll throw these in every once in a while and today i'm gonna talk about kava 
I don't know. Have either of you heard of kava before from Hawaii? Doesn't isn't, doesn't that like kind of get you high? Like, isn't like yeah, kava so, tea or something that it's uh yeah for oh, sure. Oh, I thought it was champagne. It's from a kava Spain. tea and um. And I thought it was coffee. So. <laughs> it might be spelled with like a C. They're, so clearly, yeah, uh, yeah, it sounds like all thought we've heard of it. Sounds like yeah for sure. So it sounds like all of those things. Um. But kava is pretty interesting. It uh, originates in Hawaii. Um, actually, the name of the plant, it's a plant that fully like just, you know, you, you can like break it down. It's Piper Mythistium. Piper Mythistium. Oh, good old Piper. So there you go. You know, you, know, you know how I like to like say like all kinds of crazy big words like that? <laughs> Couldn't wasn't, wait to say wasn't that. Wasn't that a character but, um, in Lord of the Rings? I don't know. Could have been. Piper um, okay, so- took the Hobbit somewhere. <laughs> Uh, so uh so a little shout out to some of my friends from the beach there um over on Silver Strand. There's a lot of people that live part time in Hawaii or they lived in Hawaii for a really long time and so one buddy of mine was telling me about kava and he liked it because you can drink it and uh, he's like, Dude, you can't get a DUI on it because like it, it you know, you can't like there, if you use like the breathalyzer, it doesn't come up because there's no alcohol in it, but it definitely like, gets you pretty loose. So um <laughs> I don't know. I was always curious about it and uh, really, I mean, it actually has a lot of medical um, properties to it. It's almost like the equivalent of taking a Xanax, basically. Okay. And it's just like, really, what it's what it's I'll meant for is like calming. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what it's meant for is like calming down your, your nerves and your anxiety. And that's kind of what like a big part of it is all about. Um, it uh, In excess of use, it can kind of fuck up your liver, it says. Um, so, you know, everything in, in moderation and balance. I mean, same with alcohol, though, I too, feel right? like my liver's a survivor at this point, man. <laughs> Good luck, dude. It's got calluses. I know, Looks like an right? old saddlebag. <laughs> <laughs> telling you oh man so um so yeah i um i think this looks pretty cool like ava pepper root ava root awa those are kind of different um other mean words um it's been it's pretty much legal here you could buy it like at lassen's or like at a food store like you'll buy like little pills or capsules um you can get the tinctures and stuff but i think if you were to go to hawaii and experience it there like with the locals that would probably be like the ideal way of, of doing it you know but um but yeah, have have either of you guys so been to Hawaii and like kind of seen? Have you guys, Wiley? Anyone? I've been to Chelsea, Hawaii Coley? like a number of times, but I've never even gotcha. heard of it. I was never heard of it. When I lived there, so. <laughs> oh wow, nice. <laughs> but you guys definitely know that there's like it's Hawaii is a pretty special place, right? There's like something in the air there. It's like sweeter and like I don't know. It, it just seems like it's it's kind of cool that this is something that's like indigenous to them and. Uh, and it's just something that you kind of can like relax, like like basically that's the whole thing about it. And like Hawaii's definitely have a a laid Very back, chill. you know, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, I kind of just wanted to like put that out there. I thought that was really cool. Um, you know, there are some like warnings, like obviously you don't want to mix it with like um, prescription drugs, and um, you know, up pregnant people shouldn't be taking it. Pregnant women shouldn't be drinking it. Um, and yeah, this it's just kind of maybe something you should look into and check it out before you want to try it. Um, and like I said, you can totally buy that stuff here. But if you are in Hawaii and can experience it firsthand, then definitely, definitely give it a whirl. And anyone out there in Boosley Gland, please let us know if you've had experiences with this stuff. Uh, shit, we'd love to hear about it. I, I would legitimately, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, I would expect 
I would ex- like I'd experience anything almost in Hawaii. If I was doing an insurance seminar, it'd be the best insurance seminar I've ever been to. It'd be amazing. Like I, I'd be totally fine. Big old smile on my face because I'd be in Hawaii. Because I've never actually been to Hawaii. So. You haven't? Uh, oh, wow. okay. No, there you go. Shit, I've been dude. to Jamaica seven times, right. but not Hawaii. So I'm not, oh. I can't complain that much. I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's very similar. Yeah, you know what? It, it, but it it is yes. Okay. Um, Just but want to clarify. My parents uh, kind of went down. Uh, they they went down there on their honeymoon, and they went back to get to renew their wedding vows. And then it was so much fun. We went back another like three or four times in a row because their best friends the next year went and got married on the beach there. And then we went back for old times' sake. And then we skipped a few years. We're like, man, Jamaica was fun. Let's go back. So it's just kind of been. We know it. We got friends there now. It's just kind of, you know, nice. it became habit. Jamaica's <laughs> cool though, but you you're in. I would love to casually have a habit of going to Jamaica. In I my know life. that's not a bad habit. Nice. Right? <laughs> not at all. I, I think I, I had some uh, kava over there as well, but um, you know it, it <laughs> came in plant form and we rolled it into something. Nice. Uh, there what you I go. Um, Hell yeah. I could be wrong. I don't remember what they called it over there. Something like that. <laughs> I only had real Jamaican 151 rum when we were there. Like one of the bartenders. Picked it up for us. We gave him money, and then he we had to like go on a golf cart to the gate, and he had to get it for us. And it wow. was so strong; nice. it just it crept up, and then it just like kung fu kicked you in the face. Was it, it was Appleton? More like moonshine? No, it was just suit like just it was true Jamaican one fifty one, and it was whoo. We drank probably. <laughs> the yeah, man. We I don't I think we drank Hard like I don't know a third of the bottle, and then oh, we dude, I woke gave up the rest of the gnarly hangover the pool this and... Oh, it was yeah. Wow, they were stoked. <laughs> That'd be terrible. I I took one one small shot of moonshine, uh, like the overproof. No, Everclear. Oh, Everclear, yeah. which is kind of like on the same par. I feel with one fifty one. That's all I needed one time. I think I lost a year off my liver. You know. <laughs> I think that's where the calluses came from. I do have a quick funny story about Everclear and Banana Hammock Stevo. It was his 21st birthday, and we were at a house party, and our friend was in the military, and I think he was stationed in, like, Kentucky or Tennessee, somewhere where 151 is legal. So he would bring it back with him when he'd come to visit, and we'd have parties. So it was his birthday, and they're like, all right, Steve, Steve, you're going to take a shot. And he put the cup to his lips, and he went to take the shot, and it just poured out of his mouth. It was so strong, and he just said it it just, like, turned his mouth numb. It just poured out of his mouth into the sink like he didn't even take it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> He's just shocked. He needed a straw. He needed, he needed Jesus. He was, so, he was so wasted. It was really bad. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. The booze cast. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, a little bit lighter alcohol, as it were. Alcohol. Um, that isn't going to uh, give you a numb mouth and pour out of your mouth. Um, <laughs> but speaking of the big game and speaking of the Pilsners that we're drinking, um, this is from a website called Gear Patrol. They reached out to a number of brewers um, and they wanted to find the best, the 13 best beers. For Super Bowl, um, according to Brewers. So, first one is um, this uh, was chosen by Juice Drapeau, a head brewer at Oscar Blues Ooh. Brewery uh, out of Colorado. 
He chose Bierstadt Lagerhaus, the Slow Pour Pills. And uh, he said it's a 4.7% pills, packed with amazing flavor. With a low ABV, I'll be able to put back a bunch of them without getting too sauced. Going to be on a uh, point to root for my boy, Tom Brady. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there is a note there that was put in by the brewery. Juice's rooting interest for the game is his own and is not shared by all at Oscar Blues Brewery. We do, however, all love a good pills. That's funny. <laughs> um, let's see. Who's nice. next? Montauk Brewing Company, uh, the co-founder and brewmaster, Eric Moss. His go-to? New Belgium Brewing, Fat oh. Tire. Ooh. That's old school right there. I always felt like Fat Tire yeah. tasted a little bit like... I can't like, even remember uh, the last time I had a Fat I Tire. I can Here, still remember the taste. about those this weekend. In a minute. Like, they're everywhere. Like, I feel like... They're, it used to be like, oh, I'm drinking craft beer. You know, like I got a Fat Tire. Tastes like cornflakes to me, but um, I remember <laughs> liking it. I used to like it quite a bit. But uh, let's see. Uh, Eric Moss says, I graduated from the University of Colorado in 2006, and the first beer that really turned me on to craft out there was Fat Tire. You literally couldn't go anywhere without bartenders pushing it. And I, I'll agree with that. That's kind of what got me into yeah. uh, that it's as well. There. So That and Sam Adams, like, for a minute, was just out there. But those days are long <laughs> gone. So, uh, Ben Smith. You guys heard of Ben Smith? Is he a Mormon? Sounds That's like a guy. It does. Yeah, they all, yeah, they do sound like uh, white dudes. Uh, ben Smith is a head brewer at Surly Brewing oh. Company. And he chooses the... Arbiter Brewing Company, Ha Ha Pilsner. Ha Ha. <laughs> What's the uh, Nelson, does it have Nelson hops? Ha Ha. <laughs> Get it? Sancho. That, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, Sancho, that was a really, that was uh -huh. actually a really damn good one. I'm going to give you that. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey, dude, that was, that, sometimes, you know, like, but let's see if it does have Nelson Hobbs, actually. I'm very kind of curious now. Um, here's what he says about it, though. For Super Bowl Sunday, I plan to drink local. Friends of mine just opened Arbiter Brewing Company in the 3rd Precinct that was hit hard during the riots this past summer in Minneapolis. A much-needed pick-me-up for our community and the local economy. Um, it is a classic northern German-style Pilsner that you can drink all day. And let's see, it does, he doesn't say anything about the hops that are in it, but I, I do want to know if they're Nelson hops, because if so, <laughs> that's freaking gold. I mean, if it right says ha-ha, right? such a right? great I mean, way to on. name a beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh -huh. I think they used to have that <laughs> drop, but I took true, it off. I'm texting, texting my brewery right now for a name. Right? There You're you all, know. hey, we need a Nelson, uh, some type of like uh, a pale Nelson. ale or yeah. a, a Pilsner. For sure. Single hop, Nelson. All right. Ha-ha. <laughs> Next up, uh, we have a New England Patriots fan, Mark Lapierre, brewer and operations manager at Cigar City Brewing. He says, being from New England, watching Tom Brady lead the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl this year has been bittersweet. I'm excited for him and Gronk, as well as the city of Tampa. Watching football, I tend to grab something light, refreshing, and crushable, something I drink at a game. And what is he drinking? Jack's Abbey House Lager. Golden Lager at 5.2% ABV. Alcohol. Nice. What do we got? Boy, the next one is um, a word I am going to absolutely butcher. Um, <clears throat> Joe Connolly, specialty? director of Springdale Beer Company. Have you guys heard of Springdale Beer Company? No. 
can't say that I have, Wiley. I haven't either. Oh, it's from, uh, okay, This so this beer is Eyinger Private Browery Celebrator. Nailed it. It's a Doppelbach. Yeah, nailed it, right? <laughs> Look at me go. Yes. I'll be sounding like Sancho <laughs> at some point. Right? It's a Doppelbach, 6.7%. I, think, okay. I feel like that's Dang. the highest ABV so yeah. far. It is. You're right. Yeah, it is the highest sure. ABV so far. I listen. Good job. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, just so everyone knows, I switched, over to, <laughs> I switched over to Pivo Pills. Um, that's what I'm drinking. It's uh, the brewery I work for is Pilsner, and it's super good. Just real quick, it is ranked um, out of over almost 103,000 ratings. It's a 3.5. Wow. Holy hell. What's yeah, it what's it ranked? We've got a lot of Firestone Walker oh, out here. Three point five. Yeah. Oh right on. What's your favorite one? You can blame Sandra for that. Huh? <laughs> uh Velvet Merlin Merkin. I don't know if Yeah, I there you go. The dark one of the stouts. Yeah, that's yeah. That's awesome. I like my beers like yeah, my no, soul. That's a little dark. dark. <laughs> dark nice. and boozy. Uh the IB user on there, it's it's forty. <laughs> For the darkest of souls. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 40. Cool. So, uh, Bitter like 40. me. That's funny. I was actually, when I was when I was tasting this uh, Fremont one, I'm like, man, I like the hoppy ones. Like, um, I heard her sorry, hold on, Darby toy for sure. Again. Oh, she's Darby. got, uh, she's got this one now that's like, uh, it's a bark box thing where it's like, whoa. Yes. Bark box rock is awesome. Roll. That's like the, the rock and roll yep. bark box. <laughs> yep. Is that a glove where you that. can actually put your hand in it? Yeah, there's a little uh, loop in there that you can hold it, like, and you can play That's tug so of war cute. with it. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, box is great. on my hand the whole time. Like, she doesn't like her toys. She likes chewing on me, the human toy. Typical. And so <laughs> if I could so put on the glove, that might be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we at now? We're almost to the end here. Uh, Curtis Sampson, he's the innovation manager and R&D brewer at Victory Brewing Company. He recommends the Russian River Brewing STS Pills. You guys like I, that one? I love Have STS we had Pills, that one on the show? Honestly. Nice. Is that the checkered uh, one? It's like, yeah, blue like and white blue or blue and, white. and yellow checkers. I feel I like we, we might have had it for the cupcake uh, pairing. I think she needed a pilsner. We had some. No, we had. Uh, I'm I just that back. I don't know. Look it up. I don't know why you're asking me. Um, I do know that I liked uh, Firestone's collaboration um, with Russian oh, River yeah. for the Stevo pills. That was oh super, super that good. Was hella good. Do you know how jealous I am when I'm listening to the episodes and you guys are just casually talking about Russian River? I'm like, <laughs> okay. We get like a keg here, and everyone's just like, it's gone we're before so, anyone can even fucking so leave work. Yeah, we're, we're like, but it used to be that way. Russian River um, would not sell to Ventura County. Like, they were not looking to expand their footprint. And now we're finally kind of getting, yeah. like, you'd have to go, like, if you want to apply any, want anything else, you'd have to hit, travel south. And once you cross into L.A. County, um, at um, Ladyface Ale Company, actually, is where you'd usually find some of the Russian yeah, River. Yeah, Ladyface so would have it. I'm kind of, it'd be an hour I mean, I'm stoked to see it here in Ventura more. It's a weird yeah, benefit it, of COVID. Long, I don't know if that happened during COVID, but that's something I've noticed. A lot of the kind of hype or harder to get breweries, um, like Aslan is like five minutes down the street from me. Um, you could not, 
you couldn't pick up anywhere except for at Aslan, and now you find it in the grocery stores. That's crazy. Um, gotcha. So it's it's just kind of yeah. crazy how <laughs> distro has kind of changed. Distro runs the world. It, it sets the rules, certainly, right? Yeah, dude. Yep. I've noticed more, um, like Toppling Goliath, we used to not really get out here. Now um, all of a sudden here. And now, like, there's just a whole wall of pseudo-sue. So my distro picked those up, Wiley, and they're not doing good out here. They're not being very well received. I am they're... surprised by that. Yeah. I, I don't really think surprised. people really realize, because when I went to Chicago, I picked some up and brought them back. And I was, like, really happy to have them because, you know, they were pretty rare at that time. That was, like, maybe two or three years ago. Um, but now, dude, they're not they are not moving. They're just sitting there. It's kind of weird. Well, you know what? Tell them that uh, the commission's coming in. He's going to buy a shitload of it. Like, I'm going to help them out because <laughs> that stuff well, I mean, is so it's freaking like good. It's like a scarcity thing, right? So people like pick up a whole bunch of it. They don't make a whole bunch of it, but as soon as it's like easy to pick up and it's readily available, and they're like, yeah, for you sure. know, yeah, they were just like, oh, I can just get that next time at the grocery store. What does it matter? What's well, that's the thing is that, like all these good beers have just we have so many good beers at our fingertips now. I mean, if you look at the like sets how they were even ten years ago, they've evolved so much that uh, yeah, you're just another good beer out there. A lot oftentimes, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of good beer, I'm going to do one more of these. See if there's anything interesting in here that we would know. Or see Night Shift Brewing. Wicked Weed. Oh, Weed. <laughs> um, Joe Powalek, brewmaster at Wicked Weed Brewing, loves Founders All Day IPA. And I know I have had quite a bit of Founders All Day IPA. It's a 4.7% session IPA. Alcohol. Um, but yeah, that's what he uh, that's what he recommends. So yeah, it's a tasty one. Yeah, right there. that's a good. Don't beer. last as long. No, it's <laughs> it's Chelsea. It's funny the the very first uh, beer festival that we did out here, Surfing Suds. We had, I think uh, we had like eighteen people working the booth, um, just because I wanted people to go in shifts. I'm like, hey, everyone, show up. Let's do some promo. Blah blah blah. Kind of this is before we were sponsoring it. So poor Andreas we had quite was like, a presence. It was pretty cool. <laughs> He's like, how many people are you bringing? Um, but we were kind of uh, situated cat corner, like just across mm-hmm. from the, the founder's booth. And Sandra was hooking it up. Like cause I, the, the rep was your friend, right? So you just kept yeah. going back over there and bringing it back. The time. <laughs> For sure. Oh, my God. And he was just sitting there, too. Like his like day was pretty mellow. So anytime he just let me go up to the tap and fill up cups for everyone. It was awesome, dude. That was all that literally all day. We we're drinking it all day. It was awesome. We we're drinking all day, all day. <laughs> hey, dude. That's one Every of the problems I have here is I've become friends with a lot of people in the, the breweries and like nice. we're a small community here. So anytime we have any kind of beer festival, I'm just like, I can't go see that brewery because I'm just going to get away. <laughs> I get... will die. Yeah. Like I have to last longer than just two hours or whatever. Yeah, no, dude. Bre- Brewfests are slippery slope. Like, seriously. Like, I used to work them all the time before I had the sales job. And, like, let me tell you, you see some, like, so many different sides of people. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> we see them a lot now at, uh, at oh, the Booze League booth. Real quick side yeah. note on Russian River. Did you guys try to get Pliny the Younger on Pliny the Younger Day? Because that shit sold mm-hmm. out uh-huh. in, like, a minute flat. Yeah. <laughs> Like Firestone oh, tickets. It was worse, Wiley. It was worse. Or Coachella. It was like, I, I started at right 11. It sells out in under a minute. 
yeah it was it started at 11 by 1101 i was like okay i got it i was in line to check out and then it got to my cart and it was like sorry sold out empty by like and wow. i was in line to check out like on my phone for like five minutes i know poor i tried Coley. so hard <laughs> Coley. Oh. poor Coley. well sorry but Coley. whatever i tried we'll have to. um you know at least that's all you can do they're always gonna have a good year The Commish. Coley Wyman. Sandro Alevalo. The Boozecast. I found an article a couple weeks back by Jonathan Shikes, and it was like 2020 predictions for Colorado beer and breweries, which could honestly, with everything going on, be pretty paralleled with every state and every brewery, kind of like what's happening. So we know the service industry, you know, specifically what we talked about earlier, restaurants and breweries have suffered a lot because of the back and forth as far as rules, what they can and can't do many times without guidance or warning. You know, we've like all experienced that in L.A. County, like, you know, like they would like close them down and then they had to have food trucks and. Um, I know uh, a number, like a few of the restaurants I work with, literally the day, like the first time they really closed it down was like. Oh, hey, uh, we're announcing this at noon. Y'all need yeah. to shut down, like, right now. And and there were some restaurants that went around like, hey, um, you got to finish up and, and, you know, get the fuck out, uh, basically, mm -hmm. uh, to people in the restaurant, which was just crazy. At least the second time where they did the full shutdown, they were like, all right, tomorrow is your last day, so we'll button yeah. it up. But, man, it was some exactly. crazy time and starting Again, off. like, you know, it's not just here, like, reading about this article in Colorado, so... With that being said, this guy wanted to kind of like go over some predictions for the beer and brewing world for 2021. So one of the questions was, how about the return of outdoor festivals? And the author feels, feels like between, you know, the vaccine, frustration, summertime and boredom, that outdoor beer festivals will return in some form. He's not sure how. Um, I guess as an example, from August of last year, there was a Vail craft brew or craft beer classic. And they hosted a socially distanced event where people stayed at tables and beer was brought to them in single-use cups. So, in turn, that kind of avoided lines and crowding. Yeah. That's a cool and, idea. But the only downfall yeah. is because you have so many less people attending as well, they're going to have to charge way more since less tickets are going to be sold. So, that's kind of like, you know, the scale. Like, what do we do? And it's part of the fun is being able to, like, have a beer while you wait in line for the next beer. Oh, and, I know. Like, we yeah, we know. It, you know? Yeah, uh, line beers. Yes. Those are very key for uh, some of the lines. <laughs> I know. And then when they have the pitcher while you're waiting in line, oh. that's oh. pro level right there. I, Not all heroes wear capes, that's right? That's peak. That's peak. I haven't yeah. had that yet. <laughs> that is oh, pretty yeah. great. That's living right there. That's looking it's at whatever one they're like, whatever one's pouring slow or your people aren't drinking it, they just fill up a pitcher and they go out there and everyone's like, oh, cool, nice. And then they go get the one yeah. they want. <laughs> That's awesome. So the next uh, item he covered was like brewery delivery. So in Colorado, state guidelines changed in which breweries can sell online and deliver to customers' doors. Again, paralleled kind of like California. Um, 
They were also able to use parking lot spaces for outdoor patios, similar, again, to what we have going on here. And he's hoping that with a change of legislature that this beer delivery would be the only thing out of all of this in the long-term future to actually really stick because it's been really helpful for breweries and it might even help them rebound. Mm -hmm. Because I've been loving beer Not delivery. Ennegrin does it here, yeah, a local brewery it. in Park. So, I mean, to order beer online and well, Animal, I know delivered. I know a number of breweries have held off on pursuing, you know, the delivery license and but this is dragged on for as long as it has but no one knew when we were going back to things and have to like set up the mm -hmm. infrastructure and everything that i think that you know it's the responsibility of the different states um but definitely to make <coughs> make it uh a, a regular constant thing now like change the legislature and everything because like as you said all the different back and forth that's happening you know Everyone has like pursued, paid money for equipment, mm -hmm. infrastructure, and whatever else that, <laughs> you know. Uh, no, totally. Me. I mean, look, we had some changes in our ABC laws here that we're able to get cocktails to go. And that is like, I'm like, oh, my God, please. That's, that's been yeah, huge, like, please I think, don't ever change yeah. that, you know. And again, absolutely. Or wait a couple years. Let them use that Open to, container to laws a little looser, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that definitely should they should keep mm -hmm. that like just hey, here's some cocktails to go when you get your I mean, why not? Clearly we haven't had a sudden dearth of of people, you know, driving around with no. with a Mai Tai uh <laughs> in, the, in their you console what? or whatever. So. so we should do a you know how we do beers of the day? We should do a to go cocktail of the day one segment where we like sure. pick a to go cocktail from one of our favorite places and then we could talk about it and give them a shout out. That'd be sick. That would be fun. Don't threaten me. Yeah, with a good seriously. Time. So, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, just real quick going back to like um, the spaces for outdoor patios and stuff. Um, for Colorado, they're kind of hoping to see more permanent all season dining options, including tents and other structures. You know, like everyone got super creative um, due to the fact that, you know, full indoor dining is still a ways away, even with the vaccination. So, hopefully, that creativity will stick. They'll be able to have more all season outdoor dining. Um, one of the downfalls they're predicting is due to the events and the losses, there may be an influx in brewing equipment, leases, or even entire breweries for sale for cheap, which is super sad. Um, uh, but sucks. another caveat yeah. to that would be like brewery back office merging where a brewery buys another brewery, but keeps both brands alive. Actually, I've uh, seen they that gave recently. an example of good river beer company and renegade had already done something like that in the works like pre-COVID. So I'm not sure, you know, if it ended up going through with mm -hmm. everything, but that was one that was definitely in the works. So we might see a lot of that, maybe some better known, bigger craft brews buying some smaller like microbreweries to help keep them going. Well, we were at the point of like the burst of the craft beer bubble, like going into COVID that I'm very curious how that's actually affected like the saturation point. It's be yeah huge market correction yeah like it's yeah, sad I was curious to see. you don't want anyone to lose their livelihood or like whatever else but also the market was right. hyper saturated that i'm well I'm i think curious. you know a lot of it will be the strong will survive and there we you know it's unfortunate but we will lose quite a few 
Um, the other thing that they're predicting is people still continuing creative packaging because there was like an aluminum shortage. So some wrapped mm -hmm. unused cans and new labels, some returned to bottles or used other unusual containers. So they're thinking we'll still see a lot more of that. And then, huh. I think no, the go effects ahead. Are, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think the, the effects, industry-wise, I mean, if you, you've gotten, we basically got a whole year mm -hmm. uh, with these changes in, in the industry. You're not going to shake that off. People have fundamentally changed the way they both distribute and consume and buy and, and, and think about it fundamentally. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to see a lot of, I think there's going to be a lot of these changes that are just going to stick. And we'll be like, hey, you remember when we used to, yeah. and we're like, oh, shit, that's right. Like, it's just going to be I totally different, agree. you know. Oh, hell yeah. It's time for my second beer. Second beer, same as Just the first. Just as delicious like, round right. two. Um, <laughs> that's right. And then the other, like, I, there's two more that I chose from the article. Um, this one was titled Local, Local, Local. And it's many local breweries have mug clubs. You know, Figaro Mountain Brewing has it here. You know, Nick and I are members. You're a member, Wiley. Um, because it's the regulars that really helps and helped keep them afloat during all of this. So he's thinking that there might be, like, some increased benefits for members that will be seen in the future to thank them and to keep them coming back. So they're hoping to, like, rely on their local people again for, like, like more that. support to keep them going as we head into 2021. I mean, that's definitely I think... been a benefit that we've seen is that it's our, our evangelists, the word-of-mouth people, the ones that keep on sending new and more people in we've changed our branding in the last year but you know and so we're reaching different audiences you know through social media marketing but it's really you know our evangelists there are our locals the people who have been there from go that like yeah have helped so much i really believe in and speaking of the craft beer bubble bursting which is I've been kind of watching as well, kind of thinking, okay, where's this going to go? And I'm kind of feeling, you know, there, there's a lot of local loyalty mm -hmm. to their local brewery. It's like, oh, have you tried? Like, it used to be like, oh, we have to try Alchemist or we have to, like, get our hands on some Pliny the Younger. Like, and that's how, like, they would introduce. But now, now I feel people are introducing craft, their local craft brewery. Like, oh, we go down to Institution and they've got this and that. I hear, like, when you come by, let's go there. And I almost feel like they're becoming like pubs, mm -hmm. like the old school pubs where it was the public house. It was the community place where you'd go and Bob had his spot at the bar and he's always drinking a, a Doppelbock or a Doppelganger or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and I wonder if that's kind of where it's going because it, you think about the saturation, there's only so much overload you, you, to get through that overload there's only so much you can do to get to, to break through that and i feel like it's becoming more hyper local um and you get to you know the the guy pouring it made the beer you're like hey what's going on what's this about he's like oh we tried this we did that you know and it's it's a one-off like we a only did one community. you know so 100 percent. and we already know the craft beer community is 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 one of the strongest mm -hmm. aspects of craft beer, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's what sucked Chelsea in, and now here she is talking to a bunch of West Coast types. There you go. <laughs> Staying up until, like, 1 in the morning. <laughs> Guys, yeah, right? you are. I know. I'm, I like, trying this. to finish. I'm on my last one, I promise. Um, finally, uh, just the continuing evolution of breweries into actual beverage companies. For example, making crafts like seltzer, CBD, or non-alcoholic brews. 
even one of uh, my favorite breweries in Fort Collins, Colorado, Odell, they're now getting into making wine. So it's just that multifaceted, you know, oh, no different parts of the spectrum. They're just trying to do whatever they can. And they think that they're going to see more of that with the breweries in Colorado going forward this next year to try to make up any revenue that they can. Well, last at the end of last year for, so I have a full-time mm-hmm. job on top of the other jobs. Of course. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I work um, business development and marketing for an IT government contractor and I was doing our holiday card and I had the idea to have everyone hold up like a sign of like a word that, you know, meant something during 2020. So I like sourcing through my Facebook. I was just like, what's a word that like meant something to you? And like innovation mm-hmm. came up so much. And that was from all the like different brewery owners in the area. Cause I, you know, and I think it's yeah. the small breweries who like have smaller operations that were able to pivot a lot easier. I mean, it's, it's easier to turn yeah. a smaller boat. Right. Um, and so it's just, it's been amazing to see all the different innovations, the apps that came have come out of this, you know, what jobs they could find, how they could find, it's been incredible to watch. It has, and they, you know they have to to stay alive. So, again, like that was just an article for Colorado, but I really think it just parale- paralleled all states, all breweries, and the whole community. Oh, so, 100%. hoping that you know there's yeah, definitely sure. more positive, you the, know, positive market across the board. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. It's like a little, it's a little yeah. uh, snapshot. It was of, a really interesting article. Kind of what we're looking at. I'll drink to that. No, it was really uh, good. I'm, Drinking right now to it. <laughs> Chelsea, are you on your fourth beer? <laughs> I'm uh, one and a half in. Oh, okay. Very good. Right. And it's on my keyboard. Oh, cool. no. <laughs> there you go. You have had enough, <laughs> miss. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I would God. do that sober, so. Sorry, I feel, I feel like I jinxed you somehow by asking about it. <laughs> That's my bad. You're like, well, now I'm through two. Well, you had asked me to think of a, like, a drunk story. Then I was just like, no, I was sober in that one. I was sober in that one. I was sober in that one. So, that's just me as a human. We'll get the greatest sober story um, (laughs) next time you're on. (laughs) There you go. Booze League Radio. All right, heroes and losers. Kind of a new, new, not a new segment. I mean, we were when we were doing video before. We kind of had a little bit of the heroes and losers thing going on. But this actually, you know, that was people doing really cool drunk tricks, and then people failing and all at being drunk, uh, spilling beer on the keyboard, things <laughs> not like to that. Point you know, fingers or anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god! I've, I've got ten, four, eight. Yeah, I just need to stop talking. Uh, but uh this one uh we're gonna highlight um a hero and in the future we might highlight a hero and a loser maybe just a loser Um, but in this case we want to give a little bit of space to this hero his name is henry darby not only does he have an amazing last name (laughs) uh, which i might be biased uh given the booze hound's name is darby but henry darby is a principal at north north charleston high school he works a night shift at Walmart and donates his paycheck to students in need. It's amazing. He was moved to help his students at a South Carolina high school. Um, and he took a part-time job at Walmart and donated his paycheck. 
He says, a couple years ago, I had two students who were females sleeping under a bridge. There was another situation where a former student of mine and her daughter were in their car, sleeping in their car, and another situation where a former student needed funds for her water and light bills. So he decided to take it on himself. He started working at Walmart three nights a week, stocking shelves from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. And keep in mind, he's also showing up to principal of high school um, after uh, doing this. He says, I was taught if your hands find something to do, do it. So I came to myself and I said, perhaps I need another job in terms of part-time. His decision to stand and deliver has led close to $100,000 in donations from all over the country uh, based on people who have found out what he's doing. And now that this story, uh, the Darby story, (laughs) now that Darby story has gone viral, Walmart itself has donated fifty thousand dollars to that high school to help the uh, the kids in need there. So that's Damn. so cool. Wow. I love that. What a good one human. person can make a difference, right? Well, I mean, just he's like, you know, and, and I think one of the things I like most about it, he wasn't like, hey, you know, look at me, look at me go, you know, look at me. Instead, he was like, hey, I'm gonna go take care of this, and I'm just gonna do it because you know this is what needs to be done, and this is the right thing to do. And you know, I like all the outpouring of support, but I really like the fact he's not doing it for. You know, he actually told a story how he got recognized by a student uh, at Walmart, uh, like at 10 o'clock. And they're like, Mr. Darby, hey, aren't you like a principal? What are you doing? You know, Um, but he was just he's out there working for the kids. So what a good guy. That's awesome. Cheers to him. Bad that I'm kind of sitting here and like Walmart can only give 50,000. No, (laughs) you're not. not. I did have the same thought. You know, (laughs) oh, I had the exact same thought. Okay. <laughs> Walmart loses fifty. Like Sam Walton loses fifty thousand dollars. Like when he drops his wallet, he's like, "Eh, don't need it." You know? Yeah, yeah you're I right. Mean, I mean, that's. Nice I was surprised. Anything, but. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But um, that's our hero, and that also is draft seventy-eight in the books. Nice. Well done, everybody. Look at us chugging along with these drafts. Yeah. Good job. Eventually, we'll get to a hundred. Uh, in what? Twenty twenty-three? I don't know. It's we'll coming see. around the corner. <laughs> Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for joining in. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for staying up so late uh, to drink and talk with us. You're very welcome. I'd probably be staying up and drinking anyway, so I'm just glad I have people to talk to right now. Great. (laughs) Oh. It's like you're a hero as well. You're like, I'm I'm giving my personality to the booze cast instead of just sitting here on the couch with toothless. Which isn't a bad night. Uh, hanging out with toothless oh. dogs, not a bad night. Um, you can find us online at boozeleague.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at boozeleague, Instagram at boozeleague. Go give Chelsea a follow at 21st Amendment Girl. Um, make sure to give her a follow and give some likes. Give some love to Chelsea over there. You can also catch up with us on your favorite streaming apps for Spotify, iHeart, iTunes. Basically, anywhere you do a podcast, go on and like us. Make sure to subscribe and do all that good stuff. Maybe even just leave us a rating or something. Say hello to us um, as well. You can also text us, 805-892-6116. First text I get after this draft, I'll send out a free growler or something. Huh? How about that? I just texted you right now. Damn it. All right. So the second person to text me. I just texted you. Oh, snap. Snap, you guys. Um, 
we will send that out, but make sure it, if you're going to do it, do it when you're all buzzed up because those are the best texts. Let's be honest. Uh, no dick clicks, please. Thank you. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that has been Draft 78. Thank you all for tuning in, and uh, cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Hey!